Aloha, Ricky. Aloha, sunshine. And aloha to all you listeners out there. Aloha, listeners. Welcome to the Zen Tiki Lounge, the tiki bar that lives in your head. Yay! We're here in the bar and we're drinking. And we're in your head. And Ricky's never been here before. No, I haven't. This is my first time at the lovely Tiki Broadcast Extravaganza. Well, it's your first time behind the microphone. I mean, you've been here plenty of times. Well, yeah, I've been here lots of times, mostly shooting homemade gay people myself while they're not home, but yes, also to drink. That explains all of the towels. Well, I don't do my own laundry. Okay, um, so I'm so glad that you could all join us here. We're drinking my Mai Tai, which, listeners, you've, you've heard me tell you the recipe before, and I'm just going to remind you again. Go look up the Trader Vic's 1944 recipe. The only thing I do differently is I add additional orange blossom water to my orge so that it has a little bit more of a floral aroma. Um, I just add it to the, I buy the bottle of orge, and then I add a couple dropperfuls of additional orange blossom water. And, although some consider it sacrilegious, I put in just a splash of pineapple in addition to the lime juice. And I feel that it makes it fabulous. Um, I also sometimes don't measure the liquor. And sacrilegious is the best religious. It is. It is. I don't like the other religions. No, it's terrifying. So uh, we have a couple of things to chat about today. We have some listener mail. We have some tiki news. (gasps) I have some things to ask Ricky that um, I think he'll be good at providing something. Probably about venereal disease. I have a lot of information. Honestly, I know some of the latest treatments. That's not on the list of subjects. Oh, okay, okay. When was the last time you were in an actual tiki bar? Oh my gosh. Palm Springs with you. That was like seven years ago. Didn't we go? Probably. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. yeah. Yes. Well, yes. there was okay. the last so like, year. So like a year and a yeah. half ago. Okay. Um, and have you ever been to like one of those Polynesian palaces where they do like the floor show with the fire dancers and like the lays and the hula and the dinner and the drinks and all that? I've seen them on TV. But you've never had I've never been. I didn't go when I was in Hawaii. Um, that's too bad. It well, really I mean, I, I recommend that nobody go to the... Um, Luau owned by the Mormons because that one's no fun. <laughs> but people go to it. They try and get ya. Uh, there, there are other of the kitschy, cheesy, and in many cases, non-traditional, not an actual luau that represents the people. But they are fun. And um, we have some tiki news coming up later where I am going to be happy to share that... Uh, we will have something back in the United States uh, and also on the they're mainland. Like, aren't they like insanely representative of the story culture of the people that started them? Like it's all about telling a story, isn't it? Well, that's what the hula is. Yes, oh. you're telling a story with your hands and your hips. I knew we learned something from that episode of Sesame Street. <laughs> um, well, and each and each in a, in a lot of luau's, they will focus on multiple cultures, multiple islands. So uh, the Balinese do one thing, the Fijians do another, Hawaiians another, and so on and so forth. And so they have they have different dances and different costumes and different gods and different beliefs, And but there's some similarities as well. Oh, how American of me to just think it was all one little pack. No, it, it, very, it very much isn't. And son, uh, myself and the husband someday would like to go on one of the island hopping cruises where you... Um, you, you can leave from the West Coast, but generally you leave from, like, Sydney or Melbourne, and you hop across um, 
many of the Polynesian Pacific Islands, and it's like a two-week extravaganza, and it's just wonderful. Listeners, let's get him there. You two today, for the price of a cup of coffee, can save an orphan or send Tim to an island vacation. Who is Brian? <laughs> he's made his first mistake, and he's not even inebriated. Oh, no. Oh, my gosh, sunshine. Yeah, and al- you've almost finished your Mai Tai already. Don't worry, there's more drinks. Um, we're going to have sidecars after this. Ooh. Uh, you know, you have to have a tiki drink and a tiki bar, but I, I like all the cocktails, um, except the blendy sweetie ones. Mm-hmm. That, that's just not my thing. All Same. right, so, um, yeah, so we're going to go ahead and excuse ourselves for just a moment. I'm going to get the mail sack, and we'll be right back. those nuts rummage around in that sack. Hmm, sounds a little dry. He's not kidding. <laughs> Vaseline to the rescue. <laughs> the, I like the kind that's mixed with the um, chiche and cocoa butters because it smells nice. Vaseline's coming out with dynamic duos? True story. Um, the ladies of the lounge and I were texting about um, uh, vaginal dryness? Personal Moistness, which I don't really experience, but you know, it's happened a little recently. And so each of them recommended what their husbands or boyfriends use for their personal moistness. And I chose one and ordered it on Amazon. It arrives today. Ooh, I see it's a fun a, night ahead. It's a, it's a, it's a cream that feels like a dry powder and is guaranteed to keep the jewels fresh and clean and dry. It's almost like you're reading one of my grinder bios. It's also vegan. Oh. I, I, didn't, I didn't care about that part. <laughs> but, I mean, okay. So we have some mail. I prefer it tested on animals. Right? Because, I mean, the animals... Kid, I kid. They, that's, what they, that's what they were born to do. No, I'm kidding. It's terrible. It's terrible. Don't buy products I jumped off that, that train first. Animals. I want you And then this one is vegan that. and it is not tested on animals. And Pumpkin would be very upset right now. The first email says, Hi, Sunshine. I hope you're having better temps than we are here in Bama. No. Our poor citrus trees can, cannot suck enough water to keep the leaves looking healthy. Any tips for dealing with long periods of heat and sun? You are also great, and we look forward to every show. Mia and Grant. Well, Mia and Grant, thank you for being some of the few people in Alabama who would listen to a show like this and therefore probably aren't idiots. <laughs> <laughs> and he does mean few. Yeah. Um, we, I mean, we have a few fans in Bama. Ooh, um, Bama Slammer. Any, anyway, so uh, here's Is what I would say. Tide? Is that what they say there? I don't know. I don't know. I, shouldn't I don't know how Sportland. big your trees are because you didn't tell me how big they are, but nor would you have known to tell me that. Um, so one thing that you, well, of, of course, you're going to water amply, but you want to water once during the day during these hot times and soak the ground. Do not get the branches wet. Don't spray the leaves. Make sure you're hitting just the, the ground. And you, now let's say it's an in-ground tree. I'm going to assume it is. Um, you need to water the same circumference as the leaves reach out from the central branch. So if, if the circumference of your, or not the circumference, if the diameter of your tree is, let's say, 12 feet, you need to water a 12-foot circle from the trunk of the, you know, from six feet in every direction. Does that make sense? 
It does, yeah. Okay. Um, because that's generally how far the roots grow out. So um, the roots... Literally learning things The roots day. can look like the tree on top, but down below. Oh my God, my mind was just blown. Now, they won't be as deep as the tree is tall, necessarily. And we all know deeper is better. But they tend to be as wide as... Um, so keep that in mind. You may not be watering far enough out. Like if you just have like a little bubbler or something that's like right at the base of the the trunk, then it's probably not getting far enough out and then your tree can't get enough water. The other thing that you could do is if you just have these really long periods of heat and drought and all that, um, if the tree is not exceptionally large, you can go to your local home improvement store and buy some of that um, sort of see-through tarpish stuff um, it comes in green. Um, sometimes people put it up on chain link fence also. Um, and you can drape that across the top of your tree um, during some of the hottest days to give it some shade. But do it tastefully. Even the trees want to feel beautiful. Right. So maybe some boas and some mm-hmm. feathers and glitter. Just make sure your draping is well done. I can refer you to certain episodes of RuPaul's Drag Race if you'd like to check in at a later date. Do you want to leave your email for that? or No. No, okay. <laughs> well, so anyway, th- those, are, those are two things that I think you should think of. Other than that, yeah, it can, be, it can be really tough for any type of plant. All right, this next one comes from Holly from Astoria. Didn't say Ooh. which Astoria, but... Uh, Hello, Zentiki crew. I saw that Sunshine or maybe some of the ladies had mentioned some bad things going on with tiki mugs. Bad quality and high prices, and maybe a few other things. What is the story, and can the average half-informed person trust what they are buying? Sounds like quite the scandal. Sad that you can't just buy something and get what you saw in the pictures. Cheers, Holly. Those were the days, right? Like, those were the good days when Backpage used to be, like, honest and true and existed. You could get what you wanted in the pictures. When you would order the underwear from the Sears catalog, the boy or gentleman wearing it looked just like the guy in the picture. Yeah, exactly. And now, it's just not like that. I mean, you get somebody who's, you know... Lying about their age. Three sizes, too smaller, has Uh, a beard, doesn't have a beard. You know, it's a mess. It's catfishing. So basically, totally understand where you're coming from. Yeah, so when you're you're ordering things out of the Sears catalog these days, you can definitely get catfished. (laughs) That's the moral. I thought it was giblets for the cat. So, uh, yeah. Um, okay, so there is a one particular group out there called Tiki Something Company who has been getting a lot of bad rep uh, for selling mugs that are $100 plus and the pictures online look fully glazed, bright colors, they're shiny, it looks like good quality. And then after waiting six, nine plus months, people get them at home and they open them up and they might not even be glazed, they're still porous. So that means they are not going to resist things like a beverage. Sounds like when you finally get that baby home after being pregnant for nine months and you're just like, no, this wasn't for me. Yeah, like it's, I didn't sign up for this. And uh, anyway, so also just some of the color, like, you, you know, you're looking at something and the, and the colors are so bright and they're glazed and shiny. And then you get something that only represents like maybe they, they outlined it in like the black color, kind of like, <laughs> you know, you're in a coloring book and then they didn't color anything in. And so now I am not I am not personally involved in this, nor do I buy their mugs because I don't have any room. And also they're overpriced from my my perspective. Um, so. 
I, I do need to tell you that my experience is when you buy them from the folks who are just selling, let's say, a couple hundred, a smaller number, sometimes even less than a hundred. These are the artists who make the mugs themselves. They're not farmed out to another country. Um, they have complete control over the process and you get a very nice product. John Mulder is a great example of this. Uh, he does all the mugs for the events in Palm Springs and many other events as well. Um, and there, there are a lot of good examples of great quality mugs. Um, Tiki Farm, even though they do make them out of the country now, they still give you a great mug. Um, it's going to be just like you saw in the picture, and it'll have the artist's name on the bottom, which is nice. You want it signed if that's what you're, if if it's what you want. But there are some characters out For there posterity. that are that are yes, that are making some crap. Yep, Tiki Blank Company put on yes. blank notice. Mm-hmm. People know what I'm talking about. Yes. Um. <laughs> They do. They do. I know. So uh, that that's all. That is all the mail that we have for this week. And um, there, so I'm, I'm just going to very briefly share that there are two conversations I've been having with some folks over the emails, and neither one of them wanted their. Um, they didn't want their question mentioned here on the podcast. So I'm not going to tell you exactly what the questions were, but one of them incognito. One of them was about. Um, what what is it like to be a uh, LGBTQIA XYZ within the Tiki community? And of course, I have plenty to say about that. Uh, so we've just been we've been going back and forth on that. And uh, luckily, the community is very open arms, um, with unfortunately some small exceptions. Well, there's always small exceptions. It's true, and and the biggest reason is. The just like parrot heads, the Jimmy Buffett folks. Oh, <laughs> um, within the Tiki community, there are some middle-aged and older white, grew up in a white world, went to white schools. <laughs> uh, Why gotta be white? Because it always is. Because it always is. Who have not experienced much diversity in their lives? They might also be religious. Um, and they have some very strong feelings about how everybody else should act and be. Yeah. And they let that flag out, unfortunately, sometimes at an event when we're all just trying to drink rum and listen to a band and they think it's the right time to talk about who they vote for and, and, and not only who they vote for, but the people that they vote for and what they think about other people. And, um, it is not the time and place. No. So I call shenanigans, but those people are there, and uh, we don't have to talk to them. Mm-mm. All right, anyways. talk to us. Right. Uh, <gasps> let's go ahead and get ready for... Oh, I, I think it's time for Tiki News. <gasps> tiki News, Tiki News. It's time news. for Tiki News, and then we have plenty of time for just Shit conversation stop. and banter. The more and you potentially know. another drink for you, because you already sucked that down. I suck things down fast. We'll be right back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Studios brings you Tiki News from around the globe and your own backyard. Welcome to the Zen Tiki Lounge News Desk. We have Tiki News for you. Oh wait, that we, was we that, actually that's we actually already played that. Okay, that yeah, sorry, that was that's edited in. Okay, you don't sorry, have to do that. Uh, this Justin literally yesterday, the Royal Hawaiian and Laguna Beach <gasps> opened since nineteen forty something. Oh. 
is closing on July 1st. Oh my July God. July 31st, July 31st. Now, the restaurant, bar, whatever you want to call it, it has gone through many incarnations since its original, but it has always been in roughly the same location. And they are famous for serving the Lapu Lapu, which is a beautiful cocktail. It's a stiff, large, big, beautiful cocktail. Oh my God, it sounds amazing. Uh, uh, the, the husband and I and some neighbors visited just a few months or weeks ago. And, and the, they all the got a current, stiff, large, big one? Yes, they, everybody did. Oh, my God. Oh, actually, no. I've been I to those think, gatherings. I think the neighbor's wife got a tall, thin one. You no know, accounting for... Everyone has their preference. Yeah. No Tino And shade, it had, like, no a plumeria on it. Yeah, yeah. <gasps> anyway, so... Um, it's, they're doing like this Brazilian steakhouse thing right now, but it still hmm. has a lot of tiki elements and they still have great tropical drinks on the menu plus a few extras. And uh, I was very happy with the quality of the steak, the food, the appetizers, the cocktails. I've been telling people, go to the Royal Hawaiian. They're doing some really great things there. But not enough people listened. You listeners, you're yes. the reason it's closing. So you. Kehlani and her husband just went for their anniversary. They also loved it. Um, and I was really hoping that this incarnation with this leadership team, management team, whatever, was going to make it because the drinks are great. It's a great location. You can step right around the corner and you are on the cliffs of Laguna. It's great for pictures and oh sunset. Gosh. You're right by Las Brisas if you wanted to brunch and then beach and then dinner and drinks. I mean, you could just spend your whole day there and not remember anything. Those but are the best days. Only until July 31st of this year. Mm. So if you're in the Southern California area and you want a place to go that you maybe haven't been or you're like, God, I haven't been in a while, check out the Royal Hawaiian before it's too late. There is no news on if there's another buyer or if anything's going to change hands. Uh, we will have to see. Lost Spirits Las Vegas is now serving three styles of rum. Three? Three? On three, their amazing three. Willy Wonka <gasps> tasting tour. Three. <gasps> Do they have a river of it? Uh, no. Oh. No, their previous location had a river, but uh, <gasps> any anyway. So the first one is called 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. This is not technically a rum, but it is made with molasses, American oak, and light muscovado sugar. Mm, I love a good muscovado. It's musk. 102 proof, so it's, you know, Ooh. it's good for you. Yeah. Then there is the Cherry Bounce, which is not a rum, but it is made with molasses, cherries, oak, cane, sugar. It says it's made in the 18th century London style. Um, the, the next rum London is the style. Navy style rum, which they have had for quite some time. It's their quintessential rum that uh, you're always going to get to taste on the tour. And uh, that, is, that is currently on the menu. And then they have a pineapple rum. So this is uh, made with real pineapple, molasses, American oak, and cane sugar. It's served in the enchanted tasting room. Uh, so they've got four things going on right now on the tasting, but three of them are rum or rum adjacent, which is wonderful. What does London style mean? 18th century London style. I don't know. I don't know either. It's dry? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like that's when the empire was really going full bang. So maybe like they took over some poor... Well, Polynesian country and probably. So, um, listeners know that I am you can by taste no the colonization means in every drop. an expert on the things that I talk about. <laughs> I'm not. But anyway, so uh, get to Lost Spirits in Las Vegas. Uh, the tour is amazing. They keep adding parts. It's in a big warehouse, which, from your point of view, when you're inside, you won't feel that way. Uh, and they keep adding also on to it. Also, one of my grinder bylines. Oh, that's right. Big warehouse. Don't worry, you won't feel like you're inside. That it's that big. 
Adding new rooms, adding new things to do, uh, new uh, liqueurs. Literally, I thought I trademarked this bio, but I guess I didn't. No, no, it was um, it was on Google. I just copied it. I'm reading it right now. So many. So that's the tiki news that we have for this episode. We're going to freshen a cocktail and be right back with the rest of the show. The rest of the show. Ricky, this is the portion of the show where I have some jotted down things to talk about, but feel free to steer us another direction if you feel passionate about something. Passion. That, that's all fine. I have to start with the Fine passion. Circa Caliente, October 13th through 16th at the tropical, no, the Caliente Tropics in Palm Springs has about 10 rooms left if you would like to stay at the main hotel and experience the debauchery even that much more up close. Listeners, it's fun. It's fun. I've been there. I've done it. Though I feel like it was in the heat of summer and I wilted a little. You went to the May event. But throw on a good caftan. And you can do anything. And there is a caftan parade around the pool on one of the days. So. Are you kidding me? No. Was there one the last time? Yes. Did Girl, I not get invited? Girls, boys, everybody participates. Um, it's just on the schedule of events. Oh. You just have to look out for it. Damn it, Kathleen. Every time I went to the pool, I was the only fabulous female in a caftan. Uh, yeah, so there is a caftan parade. But uh, so this, this theme is... Tiki Takeover. So um, think about your favorite shows from the 60s, 70s, 80s, and 90s. And they all had some Tiki influences here and there. And you may you may attend a room party that, uh, for example, it's... Well, I think it was Zombie Golden Girls Go to Space. That, <laughs> that's a theme that I'm trying to get somebody to put on a party for. Um, and there was... Uh, That's an adventure right there. <laughs> That's an adventure. Magnum R.I.P. Ooh. That's a Ooh, good one. Ooh, I get it now. So it's a hollow, Halloween Little Halloween tiki, tiki takeover. Sure, yeah. Okay. But also throw in some of that kitschy yeah, stuff from, from those, those decades. great shows. Yes. Mm. Mm. Um, heart to eat my heart out. The ghost is inside Mrs. Muir. <laughs> <laughs> Fall guy, but... His parachute doesn't open up. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay, so um, still a few rooms. Go to circacaliente.com, book a room. Yours truly will be, here, be there. The ladies will be there. Zen Tiki Lounge will be putting on our room party. It's going to be one of two things. We are either going to do some sort of take on Fantasy Island because we all want to wear white suits together, or we are going to do the Disenchanted Tiki Room. Ooh. Not sure yet. Marty Lush... The world-famous Marty Lush said, hey, why don't we do a party together? I think the disenchanted Tiki Room would be fun. Now, the wonderful thing is he is a musician, composer, and all of that, and he will make custom music for us for the room party, and, and he's quite good at that. And I think for that alone, we should probably go with him. I feel like disenchanted Tiki Room has a lot of costume options as well. Well, absolutely. And I feel like, um, like imagine, if you will, that you visited... A tiki room, not anyone in particular, but just a tiki room. And someone had fed all of the birds and flowers rat poison 30 minutes before you walked in. Ooh, that hint of decay in the air. Yes. And then mm. this is what you would experience. Now, the cocktails still taste wonderful. Well, yeah, of course. 
Cocktails never die. But there may be some decomposing birds. <laughs> Which, honestly, just heightens the experience. You know how you want to put salt on chocolate? It makes the chocolate a little easier. Mm. See sweeter. <laughs> sea salt on the um, bacon chocolate is delicious. Oh. But see that Chocolate-covered bacon with sea salt. Add a so little good. decay to a tiki drink. That tiki drink is taking you to new island levels. New havens of happiness. Speaking of new levels, ooh, what do you think about this James Webb telescope? So, girl, girl, girl. There's a lot I think about it. One, it's... Girl, I'm going to get serious for a second and kind of nerd out because this is fucking amazing. Like those images that came out this week, which by the way, uh, White House, I know you need some good news, but your little reveal the day before was a little lackluster. Uh, the actual review reveal from NASA, those, what you're looking at there is you're looking at lights from galaxies that have literally aged millions of years since that, those Billions. Lights. Billions. So entire civilization, entire galaxies that are already gone have already been sucked into a black hole. Yeah, it's so insane to think about the dynamics of time in that respect, especially as we mere mortals view it as just a trajectory straight forward. It's insane. No, unless you're one of those people that believe that this is nothing more than a projection from flat Earth. (laughs) Admittedly, I I limit some of the circles I run in, but is that something really going around? Yes. Holy! Oh. That that um, that <sighs> Earth is flat yeah. and or other A incarnations of yes, and that what the telescope is seeing is either just reflections off of our atmosphere. And I'm like, okay, but do they not understand that the telescope is actually out near the <laughs> sun? It's like, it's not it's like not in our <laughs> it's not here. It's like in space. It's like far away. Like, no, that's they pretend. They don't get that. This was all done in a studio. The the pictures of Jupiter, like with 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 the actual co- we we may have just found out that Jupiter actually has blue within it, and and the swirls are like super amazing. It would make great wallpaper. Oh my gosh, I think I have long thought that Jupiter should be a nice settee in a very <laughs> tasteful postmodern living room. That would be the accent piece in an otherwise muted room. I don't have a comment for that. (laughs) Take my breath away. But I do think, I do think the whole thing is fabulous. And um, I can't even, I just can't wait to see what else we're going to get from it. Because it's literally going to be able to take pictures of essentially as far back as we know the the theory of the Big Bang. Mm. It'll be able to take pictures of that. Period, because of the way the speed of light, et cetera, and what we're able to conceive. Yes. That is insane. Blows my mind. Makes me really remember to just live it up in the present, because in a blip, you could be gone. On to brighter news. Well, (laughs) yeah. Do you believe in extraterrestrial tiki bars? 1,000%. First of all, there's no way anyone gets through life in this universe without being a little drunk. Right. And if you're going to be drunk, go tiki. Origin and tonic. One or the other. So one of just one of the many reasons why I like Star Trek over Star Wars is there is rarely a species that they bump into that doesn't have like their house liquor. Yes. Like <laughs> there's Saurian brandy. Uh, the, there's Romulan <laughs> ale. Even on the Orville, there's, they just recently there's tried. There's Klingon. The <laughs> 
Romulan ale, though, that's the one I've always wanted to try because it was literally restricted. And I was right. like, was it just restricted because of the war? Well, I have the recipe. Shut up. No, I do. Really? Yes, you drop blue food coloring and Chardonnay. Bam. <laughs> <laughs> Romulan so they are ale. basic bitches. I always suspected. Ever since Tasha Yar's hybrid child once tried to take over the oh, Federation. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That weird Romulan crossover uh-huh. thing. Um, well, so I, I, I do I do believe that there is um, life outside of our galaxy. Oh, absolutely. And, um, but here's the thing. Um, I believe there's other as, life inside of our galaxy. As the James Webb Telescope reminds us, everything is so far apart that even if a race had of being a, a, a species had technology thousands of years beyond our own, it is still likely that they would not have the technology to traverse the cosmos and reach across from galaxy to galaxy. I don't know. But I think they could send a probe because we can build, and that's what we do, right? Yeah, we send probes we all do. over the, all over the solar we system. We have lost track of that are just floating around out there. Yes, we have two probes that have now actually left our solar system, mm-hmm. have left gone beyond the interstitial media, and are now in what we consider deep space. Yeah. And um, so anyway, I think that if we have been visited, it has been by a probe. It has not been by the people. And that's because that if you have a physical body, you also have to have the technology not just to go really fast, but to go really fast in a way that you are exempt from the slowing or speeding up of time while you travel. And the inertia associated with which and the radiation and the gravitational forces and the Everything that could possibly hit your spaceship yes. at three billion miles an hour. So I think that Kilometers. I think of anything, we've been probed. Well, <laughs> just last night. But, but I don't think we've been visited. I so I'm going to disagree with you here. I think that as we understand it, yes, those are concerns. But we also only view time in a linear direction. And that's just how our species views it, because that's how we live. We we are born, True. we exist, and we die. And so that's how we experience time in that cycle. But there just could be... Just one thing, though. Okay. I, I do live in the fifth dimension, but you speak for yourself. Go ahead. Okay. So speaking from here in this dimension, which is where all the whores are, I've heard. At least I keep hoping. I'm not the only one, right? Well, I need to challenge you real quick. Okay. What is the fourth dimension? What's the fourth dimension? I think that's when you talk to the audience in a play. Right? No. no. <laughs> so there's length, width, and height. That is the first, second, and third dimensions. And then there's the fourth dimension, which is... I don't know. Time. Oh, yeah, I think I might have heard that. And then maybe. there's the fifth dimension. Which is? Thought. Or, oh. or your mind. Are those the furthest dimensions we've got to find? Oh, no, 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 no. Um, scientists have gone as far as like 12 or 14 or something crazy like Interesting. that. Interesting. Yeah. Um, but so uh, the fourth dimension being time, we can comprehend. Yeah. But then when you get to the fifth and on, like we, we the average person is just like, nope, can't. But even then, aren't those only dimensions that we see still through our viewpoint? Correct. So who knows what? We only know what we know, I guess, is so my So if, if a one-dimensional being was looking at us... They they wouldn't see anything but a dot. Yeah. Because they live in a one. Yeah. And if a two dimensional being, they might see a line. 
of okay. us. And it. a three-dimensional being can see the full up, down, left, right of us. Mm-hmm. The same. A four-dimensional being could experience us yesterday, tomorrow, next week, right now, like all of that, which we cannot do. Uh-huh. Technically, though, they believe that the fifth dimension being thought and, and mind is technically, since we have memories, can we actually time travel and that's a whole other conversation but well what do you think about this theory presented don't ask me about the six and seven because i forget in the multiverse most recently viewed in the latest marvel movie that when we dream we're experiencing our other universes our other dimensions our other multiverses like us in another because we all exist in our different Sure, could be possible yeah right that's an interesting concept which by the way it sucks for them because most of my dreams are truly terrible most of my dreams lately have been about, like, okay, yesterday, last night, I had a dream where I was out and about somewhere. I don't know if I was shopping or if I was at work or whatever, and I just had pit stains that wouldn't stop. And, like, the the amount of moisture under my arm was, like, so visible and everybody was commenting on it. Now, in that multiverse, though, is that a sign of success? I don't know. <laughs> I think it's anxiety. <laughs> well, because one of the things they were talking about and then I don't mean to belabor this, but I like the concept where in one of the multiverses in that movie that was recently released from Marvel, uh, the girl picked up some food and ate it. And the guy was like, did you pay for that? And she's like, actually, your universe is one of the few people where food costs money. And I was like, I knew we were in hell. I knew it. I knew we were in hell. Just goes to show you, Marvel has it down again. Actually, honestly, the Never good seen place, one of them. I feel like the good place has come closest to what I probably understand the universe to be. Hmm. Highly recommend that show. Have you not watched it? Well, this one over here watches it. The husband, everyone. He's gesturing to the husband. And he's watched it more than once. Girl, I've watched it like and five so times. And so that means, because he's watched it more than once, I feel like I've watched most episodes at least half. Yeah. Because they're on in the other room, or he's yeah. like, you have to watch this part. Um, it is It is a good show. It was. It's just not my show. Yeah, I can get that. Yeah, so I didn't. I didn't get in it. I get into it, and I do think Chidi's adorable. Yeah, gosh, so much. But um, and Jason. Jason's a delight. I would. Yeah. I would. I would explore all the universal options with Jason. Right. Yeah. With both good and bad Janet good watching. And, and see what happens. Okay. Like Jan, I feel like is a very unbiased judge. So yeah. Let's see. Hmm. She probably will have some great pointers. See, I can talk to you about the characters, and I know what's going on. I just, mm, yeah, That's good. Yeah. Are you watching Strange New Worlds? Yes. Though I'm not caught up. Uh, the I, most won't, recent one I won't I, spoil anything. The most recent one I watched was, uh, they just did a new treaty with that species. Not really a treat. Well, no, it was a treaty to be able to use their space. Gosh, I don't remember exactly yes. what happened. But they, the Vulcan, there was a Vulcan mind meld gone wrong. Not mind meld, but soul exchange gone wrong. <laughs> um, well, which was a little cheesy. I felt like very much. I like, thought it was hilarious. I and loved they did it. it in a really good way. So basically, <laughs> Spock and his wife do a Freaky Friday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. It's Freaky Friday on Star Trek. <laughs> and both him and his wife are hot. And then I, but, but what I think would have been great is if either of them had like looked at themselves naked and like been like, I'm going to need a minute. That, that would have been on <laughs> Orville, though, not on Star Trek. Yeah. <laughs> because Orville tells the story behind the scenes. Part. But Has I did anyone love. seen Spock? He's been in his sonic shower for five <laughs> hours. We can't get him out. So true. He's more human than ever now. Um, 
But I did love that they brought back, it was very reminiscent of that original episode from the old Star Trek. They had the same chimes and everything for the, the dream oh, he yeah, had in the beginning. I his love wife that. And it was a good flashback to before I was born. Now back to <clears throat> extraterrestrial tiki bars. You okay. you immediately said that you think that, um, you know, any any evolved species is going to have alcohol or some other type of yeah. Something to escape their drug, reality. Right? I don't believe there's any place in the universe that is the proverbial paradise for the species that lives within that the confines of that universe. Yeah. And I would like to think that um, tiki bars are, um, they, that there are outposts all across the known universe. Oh my God, for sure. Because, you know, the, those probes, if we're going to go even in the the concept of sunshine that there are just probes that have come through yeah which I agree it, it could be very possible and probable I don't know they're still taking back information and girl you know they took back tiki right, information like, and they like, always saw it as a good time so they're like why are these why is the species loving this why are they so always in a party there's this alien I imagine and his name is Glorg, Glorg. and Yes, and, he's, and, he, and he sent a probe, and he visited, and he took he took back information. Lord's and now, probe is the best and probe. now on his home world, which I can't pronounce it because it's like a piece of IKEA furniture. I can't do it. But there's also the little dots he, and things. He built this three level. It's it's Glorg's tiki bar and sunset room. <laughs> it's and, sunset room. And it 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 overlooks the the canyons of. You can't pronounce it. I can't. It's, it's not. It's yeah, Swedish. It's, I can't. You just understand it. Um, Swedes, Swedes can pronounce it. So anyway, I, I, I think there are tiki bars out there. I absolutely do. There's definitely a shared information concept out there. I believe that at the very least, more advanced civilizations have like learned things about other civilizations and some little nerd in a room like read it in their science book for their class the next day and they're like, I'm going to have a party about this. Like, you know, we do yeah. parties for Cinco de Mayo. Not knowing yes. anything about it. No, nothing. <laughs> nothing. Um, okay, next up is how do you want to die? I have, this is an interesting question because I have always had the feeling that I die in a lot of pieces. I don't know why. Are and you, are you maybe publicly. first? I don't know. I feel like... <laughs> I don't know. It was a dream I had a long time ago when I was little, and I had it as a recurring dream, like how I died. And honestly, how I died is I was... I, Were like, you attacked by a Gorn? No, I was a victim in an explosion that was targeting, like, me or... I didn't know if it was me personally in the dream or, like, people like me. Or, like, it was, like, a group like I was with gaze. or something. I don't know. But that's a dream I used to have when I was a kid. Well, and as I was like a kid, I was in the closet. So I never associated with Gary. Oh, my like, God. The, first of all, don't ever call me a district attorney. I'm not a prosecutor. <laughs> Ladies, gentlemen, and everyone on the gender binary and outside of the gender binary and on that spectrum, I am not. I am a public defender. Mm-hmm. Prosecutors, a.k.a. district attorneys, a.k.a. Spitzy McGitzy, are my mortal enemy. Gotcha. I'm also just usually an angry person, so I don't really like them generally. Yes. It's nice to know that you clean up, though, and wear a suit when you go into work. I do. I do wear suits. Now, have those suits been through a sweaty day or two before? Mm. Yes, but never more than five. That's my limit. And then they go to the dry cleaners. Do you steam the pits between wears? Well, I'm wearing a t-shirt and a dress shirt underneath. I know, but that's stink. I know. I, I do a smell test, but the problem is COVID oh. ruined my schnoz a year and two years ago now almost. 
And so I'm never sure if oh, my smell yeah. tests are accurate. Are you truly accurate. appreciating my cocktails? As far as I know, I am. But I only know what I know. <laughs> He's like, well, it's working. I mean, I feel great. And it tastes I amazing. I want to... I feel like I do want to die in some type of blaze of glory. Yeah? Yeah, like, I... I, I don't, like, I don't, like, some people are like, oh, I just want to die in my sleep. Like, I mean, that's okay, I guess. But, I mean, I think more like, um, I, okay, back to Star Trek. <laughs> it always comes back you know, to Star so Trek. You know, so they, for some reason, they have to come back in time like they do all the time. All the and time. And they need, they need you because you're the ancestor or something, and... Like, they need your help, and so you get to go on the starship, which is super fun. You watched Picard fun. this most recent season? Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. And, um, and you know, and, and you're either in battle or just doing something out there in space, and yeah. just it just so happens that, you know, in order to save everything, you have to go out in a blaze of glory, yeah. and, like, you know, and then you get, like, a warp maneuver named after you or something like that, or I'll be the USS Sunshine or something. Oh, my God. I don't Could know. Could you imagine being aboard the USS Sunshine? It's it would famous have for its tiki Tiki bar forward. on every deck. Not only that, um, it would have a water park. Oh, my God. You know there's a ship out there with a water park. Why not? Why can't it be the USS Sunshine? Well, I figure if we have cruise ships with water parks, we're going to have spaceships with water parks. Um, Gravity is going to be essential. Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, ooh, but it could be an interesting water park if it had a non-gravity section. I don't know. I don't, you can't even drink a cocktail without gravity. Well, yeah, you can't have. Well, you I don't could, want no. I don't want no slurp out of a bag cocktail. For the non-gravity section, I will it's intravenous. It's oh. just you hook it up before you go into that area. Oh, yeah. The cords attached to your wrist doesn't pull. Actually, it's it's transported in. Where's Star Trek? It doesn't fucking matter. We'll just transport the alcohol into your system. There's man- magnetic deck plating. Um, but yeah, I, I kind of like kind of like one of one of those things. Or it could be very terrestrial and like I'm I'm somehow unintentionally, because I don't want to seek it out, but I might be unintentionally like the leader who gets us through the next pending civil war and um you know, we come across the technology that will save us all, but unfortunately, the people who activate it have to. You know, we're too close to, too close to ground zero, or whatever it is. I don't, I don't know. All I know is, like, if it's an instant flash of nothingness, that's fine with me. I don't care. I would love for my posterity, and by that I mean my nieces, and nephews. I won't be reproducing to be able to read about the sacrifice of sunshine someday. You'll turning be dead on first. what? You'll be dead first. But I just want to know that they're going to read about it. Oh, okay. Because, you know, energy is indestructible. So I'm not saying there's life after death, but some aspect of this gross energy that has to run these flesh bags we're in will go on and join whatever energy forces are in the world. Yeah, I don't know what I'm saying, actually. Well, I mean, I know what I'm saying, but... I I know what you're saying. Yeah. So uh, what I was saying is my posterity, nieces, nephews, so many of them, I don't know all their names. Don't worry, only one or two of them listen to this. Uh, None of them listen to this. I don't know. I follow you on Instagram. Some of them are very, like, Instagram tracky. Well, just make sure you send them the link for this episode and say, Unky Ricky's on. Unky Ricky's on this one. He's on a podcast. I'm on a podcast, everyone. I finally made it. And I, I just want to say it. again, people, I you know, everybody says they have a podcast now, which is pretty much true. But I had one 15 years ago. Yeah. Which literally... Is like 10 years before, well, at least seven years before they became 
It was semi-mainstream. Yes. And I feel like they've only become super mainstream in the last like three years, three, four years. Mm, I'll give it five. But anyway. I don't think there was a big boost during COVID. I feel like there was a big boost of celebrities well, during COVID. Th- that's true. But I think for at least the last five years, all the major networks are in. And yeah, true. The, even the public NPR, broadcasting companies. And um, so many podcasts, everybody's got to so have it. Um, but then there are a couple podcasts that I listen to that have been around 10, 12 plus. Um, not very many, though. What is your preferred go-to podcast other than this beloved podcast? 500 by Midnight is all about Vegas. So it is two Vegas nerds who talk about everything new happening in Vegas. They go to Vegas often. They meet people up there. They talk about the new hotels, the new restaurants, the new bars, the rumors, the gossip, the gangs, the mobs, all of it. Um, There's still mobs in Vegas? Yes and no. But um, but I I really like that one. And I listen to it every Sunday when the podcast comes out on the way to work. So Are tomorrow on my way to work, to sing in a red sequenced gown in their nightclubs. It's a podcast. Oh. They do it from home, like in the Midwest. Oh no, I don't know. No, there's nothing that can take me to the Midwest. <laughs> no offense. No, sometimes offense. But then intended. I also I like listen to I listen to Science Friday. I listen to. Uh-huh. Um, I listen to uh, Today Explained. I listen to Planet Money. Ooh. I listen to... You listen to Planet Money? Every episode. Wow. Uh, I am not good at that stuff. I probably should listen to it. Oh, no. Planet Money isn't what you think it is. I thought it... Planet Money is an episode where they explain one thing every episode. They might explain interest rates one episode. They might explain how... The Ukraine war is impacting inflation in one episode. They might explain how um, uh, black people in the South have been repressed historically and it's why that they can't buy homes. They might. So it's, it's okay. if it's somehow related to money in some way, they will talk they about will it talk and they'll spend it. a whole episode on it. So it's not like finance. I've admittedly never listened to them. I just hear splurts during Kyra's there's one, show. There's one where they talked about like the economy of um, uh killing crows on farms so that farmers don't lose too many crops. They kill a murder? Yes. They murder a murder. That's drama. (laughs) Murdering murders. Also, crows are like... That's my issue with why I think sometimes I should try and be vegetarian. I could never be vegan. By the way, they went through all of the non-murder ways before, and they just... Because crows are strikingly intelligent. They have funerals. Well, that's how they they kept getting around the things that farmers were trying to use to prevent them from killing their crops. And they, like, mourn their losses. And then there was a bald eagle one. Bald (laughs) eagles, same... They can't kill the bald eagles because they're protected, but there were bald eagles who were um, attacking all of the... Is it sheep? Or <gasps> oh my gosh! Oh yeah, they're vicious. They're like harpies. They're vicious. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry. I don't even know what I was saying. I'm so distracted by bald eagles carrying off sheep. It's like something from Lord of the Rings. Um. Okay. Okay. They probably weren't carrying off sheep, but like, why were they attacking the lambs? Maybe I guess like freshly born lambs. Did you say how you want to die? Uh, how do I want to die? Yeah. I don't care. Like honestly. if you could pick any way. Oh, hmm. Quicksand, go out 70s style? No, I would not like to do a slow burn or drown. If I if I like the most comfortable way to die, hypothermia. You get cold, then you get sleepy, then you fall asleep. Oh. I love being cold, and I love being sleepy, and I love going to sleep most of all. Not one of those uh, 
Russian nuclear neurotoxins that takes you a week to die as you literally melt from the inside out. See, that would just make me really angry. And so I'd be so angry the whole time I was dying that I couldn't do anything about the fact that people poisoned me with that. And so I'd have a long time to be angry. Your whole body turns into diarrhea. Which is one of my least favorite substances. Well. No, no thanks. I'll take hypothermia for a thousand, Alex. Okay. And I'm going with Blaze of Glory. Good for you. Honestly, I expect that. USS Sunshine will happen. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Okay, next up is who needs an email every day from Nancy Pelosi? No one, let alone four or five. Sometimes it's like... Every like, there's a set time they but seem to come out. But this isn't about politics. This oh. is about so no. I so I get an email every day from Nancy Pelosi. Mm-hmm. I get an email every day from a um, shirt company that I just bought a shirt from, Cubavera, mm-hmm. um, Cubavana, or whatever. They they want to let me know every day that I've missed something. Every day, and it's just delete, 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 delete. Um, every time you buy something, and even when I delete Nancy Pelosi, like I still somehow get it, but it's from a different address, and mm-hmm. um, so I'm constantly deleting these things. But like. Who, like, they have to understand that most people, when they receive them that frequently, were turned off. Now we don't want to participate anymore. Now I don't want to buy another one of your shirts out of spite. Now I don't want to contribute to your campaign out of, well, you just need to be done anyway. But, um, (laughs) retire, retire. The time has come. Honestly. Enjoy, enjoy your augmented body parts and retire. <laughs> like the rest of us, enjoy your augmented body parts provided by augmentedbodyparts.org. Right. I don't care that you've had yourself augmented, no. but go enjoy it in yeah. your retirement. Yes. You have more money than God. You we live in probably one of the last few your augmented body climate parts friendly places in the country. <laughs> Just go enjoy your mm-hmm. time in the hills of San Francisco. Yes. And live your life. I, well, I'm deeply opposed to a geritocracy anyway. Do you think so New I York say that or generally. San Francisco? Which one smells more like pee? <laughs> New York smells more like pee. San Francisco smells more like a hydrated urine. So like a more faint oh. smell. See, I think definitely San Francisco really? smells more like pee. I suppose it depends where you're at. Like, I feel like all of Manhattan smells like I urine. Felt, I felt New York was cleaner than I expected both times. The other thing that surprised me about New York, and don't get me wrong, I love New York. Honestly, every time I'm there, I'm like, why don't I live here? But then I remember I'm, it's too late to start my life over again. Um, the trash. Because I used to, mm-hmm. once upon a time, live in a little post-communist country in Eastern Europe. And I could never get past the smells there. And I feel like I smell those same smells in New York. And so it's one of the things where I'm like, oh. I can't get past that kind of trashy, urine-soaked smell. Even That's for the tenderloin in San Francisco. Loving. Actually, yeah, you're right. You are and right. parts of Castro. And parts of the Castro. And okay. Dolores Park. It might be a toss-up and... a little bit. But I feel like San Francisco somehow has more airflow. It well, may just be flow. all of the like pressurized air leaving the bottoms in the area. But it feels like it has more airflow. And there you have it. <laughs> It's all about flatulence. All right, we have one more subject. Uh, you can throw in something if you Ooh. like, but this one I think you will, you'll have some things to say about. More than Star Trek? Because, girl, you were, that was an untapped mind. I could have gone on for hours. Drag queen story hour, is it bad for kids? Obviously not. Oh, my <laughs> God. But, but there are people who say it. few things piss me off more. It's indoctrinating children 
to want to change their sexuality or bat for another team. Okay, first of all, bitches, first of all, I was l- raised in a literal forest, like literal woods, literal woods, literal log cabin. You could see that l- the walls in the house were logs. So you could see through them if they were inside logs and then they would have a little insulation in them if they were logs on an outside wall. If I, and I was Mormon, if I wasn't mind washed to be straight, I don't know what it would take because literally, and you can relate, Sunshine, you are brainwashed to believe that homosexuality is the ultimate sin. Oh, absolutely. So if that actually worked, one, that would have done it. Two... Well, the difference between Mormon and non-denominational Christianity is you're not brainwashed to believe it's the ultimate sin. It's just one of the bigger ones. Like, it's there with murder, but it's not necessarily, like, the biggest one. Yeah. And so, like, you can still be forgiven for it. And forgive me, it's not the ultimate sin. There's only one sin you can't be forgiven for in Mormonism because Mormons actually don't really believe in hell. They believe in a stagnation of your continued progress so you're just kind of damned up in that respect that's damnation um but the you're stuck one in the medium place yeah you're stuck in the medium place one of the worst things you, the only thing you can do that's unforgivable is you can know god beyond a shadow of a doubt and deny him which is a weird concept in itself. first of all only humanity could create a god like ours where he's like kill kids but it's to teach you people a lesson have more babies because we need more spirits and also i need to kill more kids don't forget, don't forget, you have to rape your daughter because it'll teach you a lesson. Yeah, it'll teach you a lesson. <laughs> don't worry, she'll carry that child to term. Wink. Um, unless she goes to Indiana. Oh, unless she goes to Indiana. You gotta you gotta jump from Ohio to Indiana nowadays to escape child rape. That's the lesson this week. Um, what I would say about Drag Queen Story Hour that I haven't said already in the last five-minute rant I've been on is that that's... One of the rare opportunities. I well, there's only one kind of nut I can have because of my intestinal issues, and those aren't available today. Oh, okay. Um, you're giving in Drag Queen Story Hour not only people seeing another dynamic expression of existence of individualized beauty and joy and expression that literally does zero harm to anyone. But you're throwing a lifeline to that little kid like me or like Sunshine or like some of you listeners out there who finally gets to see maybe a little bit of themselves in existence. Because let me tell you, I saw nothing of myself in existence except for one, Philadelphia tragic death, two, Will and Grace, but I was already well aged by then. So, yeah, no, I think I would have had a much happier childhood had I had Drag Queen Story Hour in my life. I don't know if I'm younger than you, Sunshine. You are. I I rarely remember age because I lie about it so often. And I look so amazing. Thankfully, this is non-video. No, I say the same thing. Listeners are like, why don't you guys do a vlog? And we're like, because... (laughs) Because the Botox is expensive. If I keep the tiki bar dimly lit the way I truly want it, you wouldn't see anything anyway. You would just see me blinking. At best. Best? Best. I'd have to put a glow cube in my drink just so you could see the drink move. Ooh, and then you just see it as it came to my so when i was when i was younger and maybe even through my teens and early 20s i did not like drag queens um but it was it was it was for the same reason i didn't like heavy metal um well that's not i still hate heavy metal (laughs) but heavy metal and my friends in high school for example in junior high who were really into it 
Um, I didn't like that it was so fast paced and scratchy and loud for no reason. And it just, I didn't find it artistic. Like I just didn't like it. And so drag queens and the whole genre were like the same to me. It was just, um, I I didn't have any type of affection for that over the top makeup and hair. (laughs) Oh girl, hairball. You really need to stop licking. I've had those before. Um, um, it's when the hair from the nut gets stuck in your throat and you just have to cough it stop out. Stop it. I have to edit so much already. I know. You're welcome. Um, because this is a family. It's a family show. Employed. Family show. That's labeled explicit. And <laughs> I... And, and anyway, it was just foreign to me in, in the respect that I grew up in a Christian home and went to church all the time that it was just not something I was exposed to. So it was basically just it was so different that I thought I didn't like it. <clears throat> now, I still don't like heavy metal. However, I don't despise it anymore. Um, now, I now I do love drag queens. Not all of them. And I know that not everyone in the room agrees with me, but I am not a fan of Trixie's face. <gasps> I don't like it. It looks like she puts on her makeup and uses a squeegee to make cheek lines. I don't like it. She does it on purpose. Though, I know. So it's like I a, know. I get I know. It. It's but a look. it's just started by now, kimchi. She is. Kimchi she trained is Trixie to do that. Very smart. And she does a lot of great things for a lot of communities. And I absolutely respect that as from a person perspective. I just don't like her face. I will have to admit, and this once again may be an unpopular opinion. I have... Pulled away from my fandom of Trixie Mattel. Oh, I really? still love her, but I just feel oversaturated by her. And girl, chase that bag while you can, because that pendulum is going to swing. We're already seen in politics. Like, would you stay at her chase motel? Chase that bag we can. I don't know that I would, but admittedly, I haven't seen an episode of it's that like yet. Six hundred dollars a night. Then no, I wouldn't. <laughs> um, no, I wouldn't, because I think she gouges a bit because she knows her crazed, especially Zenial fans, will pay for it. The other thing that I had struggled with when I was listening to Trixie and Katya is they say things as though they are from a position of knowledge and authority sometimes, but don't acknowledge that they don't always know what they're talking about. And so they're impressing a point of view or an opinion or a historical, historically inaccurate perception on these Xennials who then like fomentedly defend it. Okay, so I have a similar problem. There are people who write the show or listen to the show and they think like I'm the person they ask about stuff. But I'm the first person to say, no, no, not the expert on that. You need to contact this person about the music. You need to contact this person about the cocktails. You need to listen to this podcast or you need to go to this event or you need to get this book. I am not the expert. Um, What I am is somebody who likes to get inebriated in my own home tiki bar and talk with friends. And I know some things. Yes, and that to me is but the fantastic I don't, podcast. There's, I, I, yeah, no, not an expert. On. I've never, okay. I've never I'm noticed, of, and admittedly, I haven't listened to every. I feel like I'm kind done. of an expert on a few things, like um, like infusions and spiced rums, and um, I would contend you're an expert on tiki, and snacks. even though you may not believe yourself an expert. I'm not. You know exponentially more than most people. Well, yes, even tiki aficionados, you're a higher <clears> end <throat> knowledge source. Oh, you just you. know the people who are more knowledgeable or where you go to for your resources. Yeah, sometimes when people ask me a question, the first thing I do is text somebody else and I'm like, what's this? What 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 is the detail? And they'll tell me. And, and then I'll pass so it on and I'll say like, hey, that's we- what happens when you ask your doctor a question too. <laughs> I know doctors and believe it or not, they 100% Google. Also, I know a certain prosecutor that just the other day was Googling what GBI was. If you don't know what great bodily injury is, you shouldn't be doing a charging document. 
Anyways, I digress. Go on. <laughs> so I have one doctor in particular that I would love to see him Googling. What would he Google for you? Well, oh, now I used to have an optometrist who I'd like to Google, mm. but uh, he went on to another practice and now oh. I have some guy who's just meh. Um, <laughs> but I have, I, have a, I have a primary doctor who I think would be very good at Googling. Although I don't think he Googles my type. He might Google and Google. You never nah, know. No, I don't Doctors get that need a release. Um, okay, well, I, I hate to say this, but we're at the end of the show. <gasps> yeah, we have to do an hour because for a lot of people, when we do shorter shows, they get we get letters that say, um, your one hour format is perfect for my exercise routine. Oh, and people exercise still? Yeah. Yeah. And you, know, um, you can just take an upper and not eat. Right? And a lot of people listen to the show <laughs> while they're driving their commute, drugs, commute in long distances. And so for some people, we are there to and from work. And for some people, we're there to work. And for other people, we are one of several podcasts they save up on their way to Vegas. So oh. people use us for different reasons, and I don't mind being used. Don't forget to go to tikibartshirtclub.com. And pick up one of their shirts. They have a new one every month. I'm wearing one right now. Oh my gosh, and ladies and gentlemen and members of the gender spectrum, he looks stun. Stun. My nipples are popping a little bit. Oh, that's the stun part. It's soft cotton. They come in men's and women's cuts. You get a new one every month. You can subscribe and get them all. Or you can get just the one you want delivered right to your home. So check out TikiBarTshirtClub.com. Also, don't forget, Circa Caliente still has rooms on sale. CircaCaliente.com. And for those of you who are Spanish-challenged, Caliente is spelled C-A-L-I-E-N-T-E. Hot. Hot. Just so you get that. And, and last, those rooms are going. Last but not least, go to ZentikiLounge.com and pick up one of our rocks glasses or some of the last remaining t-shirts that we still have. Because if you buy the rest that we have, we get to move on and do a new t-shirt. And oh I would gosh. very much like to do that. Do it for your future. Do it for posterity. Do it for everyone. Do it for yourself. That's right. All right. Uh, any any? Do you have a final thought before we go? Well, if you're interested in homemade gay porn, I don't make it. Goodbye. Okay, and until next time, <laughs> mahalo. Mahalo.